Hello everybody, how's it going? Welcome to 2021, I hope you all had a wonderful new year. I hope uh, this year ends up being a lot better. And um, yeah, uh, 2020 was tough, um, it's really tough. A lot of it is bleeding through to 2021. And um, I just want to let you all know that I have so much faith in you guys that I I think we're all going to um, rise over this, the virus and everything. I think we got this. Um, but uh, 2020, though, it was a, a very hard year. It was also a pretty cool year. Um, I mean, we got to, well, I'm an introvert, so I got to do what an introvert does best. And I stay in my room to myself. <laughs> And uh, watch anime all day, which was something that I really enjoyed doing. It was pretty cool. Had a lot of fun uh, watching a lot of anime, watching a lot of TV. And I actually watched, believe it or not, I watched a lot of shows, um, a lot of series. I probably watched about nine, nine or ten different series. Very good series. And um, I'm going to dedicate these, uh, the, the first couple of episodes of this season to um, what I watched during the 2020 quarantine. Um, a lot of you guys, I'm pretty sure, have a lot of shows that you watched on the 2020 quarantine. And, um, yeah. but um, So, we're going to start with the most recent show that I watched, which was on my list for a long time. Um, I decided to watch it. And, uh, man, I loved it. Um, I believe it's pronounced Kunamitsu no Yaiba. Or, uh, we'll call it Demon Slayer. Uh, Demon Slayer was the show that just... I guess it came out of nowhere. It was a popular manga in Japan, and uh, a lot of people watched it. And ended up uh, ended up making its way to the states. Um, pretty good show. Um, wow, I I want to say it's it's one of the first shows that I ever watched that actually, um, where I have multiple favorite characters. Like this show, I have multiple characters. Who I love so much, who I who I like really invested in, as far as like wanting to see character development from, and I usually don't have that a lot. And what's funny is in this show, I'm not really a big fan of the villain. <laughs> Surprisingly, I'm not really a big fan of the villain. So uh, we're gonna go into it. Uh, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about the things that I liked about it, the things I did not like, and the things that I absolutely loved. And there's more things that I loved than the things that I didn't like. So, if you don't know, um, Demon Slayer is a uh, Japanese manga uh, that is, I believe, a, a part of the Weekly Shonen Jump line, the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine, uh, Soshida Jump. Um, it Weekly or bi-weekly, I'm not sure how he released the manga, how he released the chapters. But, um, yeah, so it follows a, uh, a kid who... One day, he, he steps out of his house. Um, this is back in feudal Japan times. He steps out of his house. Uh, he comes back home, and he finds out that his family has been slaughtered. Uh, his family has... Um, everyone in his family is dead. He has, like, two brothers, one sister, um, his father, his mother, all killed. Um, however, there's one person who's still living. And that happens to be his sister. His sister named Nezuko. Now, Nezuko ends up being wounded, but she she actually ends up, um, she's still alive. 
he's so confused as to why she's alive. And he finds out that she's actually turned into a bit of a monster. Um, now, instead of her being a monster, she's actually become a um, oni or demon. And now, oni in Japanese means demon. So, she's an apparition now. Um, and the first episode, which is actually what drew me into this uh, show, was uh, the first episode, actually. How they did it. Usually, with most anime, <clears throat> it takes about three episodes. But I know if a show is going to be really good because the first episode gets me like that. And, um, yeah, the first episode got me. But not exactly where I, I think it got a lot of people. It got me um, where, um, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. I'm going to tell you guys exactly what happened. So this, so this first episode, I, I'll just continue from there. So this first episode, um, his sister's sick. Um, she's a demon. Um and he's crying. He's like, you know, my sister, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, my God. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know what's going on. And then this guy out of nowhere, uh, this, uh, he looks like a samurai. Uh, he pops up and he's like, move so I can kill her. Um, he's like, no, it's my sister. I have to protect her. She, you know, da, da, da. And he gets into a fight with the samurai, who is this really cool character, by the way. Uh, I think his name is, his name is Giyu. Or, yeah, Giyu. Giyu is his name. He has a full name. Um, so, he, you know, long story short, um, he gets into a battle with this guy trying to save his sister. And um, he's, he, he, in this battle, which which actually I'm going to get into this, is one of my favorite battles of the series, actually. Because it pulled the traditional Shonen Jump move that most uh, Shonens do. Where it shows you just how smart the main character is. Just how smart the protagonist is. Uh, Tanjiro was really smart. He, he did this move in the in the fight. Where um, he's running. And he runs behind a tree. And then he throws an axe. Because at this time all he has is his axe. And he throws his axe as he's uh, running through the tree. And the, the samurai who's trying to kill him or his sister. He, he's like, oh, where did his axe come from? But it was a very good move. It was a very smart move. Very nice move. The way he did it was really cool. And, um, yeah, that, that really drew me into the show. That and the art. Man, man, the art's beautiful. The, the, the art is amazing in the show. I said it's a really good show. Um, so that's really what drew me into it. Um, now, moving forward, uh, you know, we as we continue with the show, it does have some pretty dope character development. Um, one of my issues I do have with the show is that Tanjiro is, I, they really didn't go into his training too much. Um, and I guess that was a problem that Attack on Titan had. If you watch Attack on Titan, um, they didn't really do, to me, the, the, the training was like the most boring part of the show. Like that part, even though it was very critical to the storyline, it was very boring because it, it wasn't engaging. Uh, Tanjiro had a bit of an, uh, a, a, a part like that but it, it really wasn't drawn out it, it really wasn't drawn out like a good example of training would be um if like Roni Kenshin like how his training went or uh Dragon Ball Z like how his training like a uh, hyperbolic time chamber like the intensity the music the emotional um impacts that the training had on the protagonist that's something that I kind of wanted to see out of Tanjiro's training but it, it really wasn't there 
and that's okay, uh, because like I said, the, the, the show's, you know, it does what it does well, even though it borrows heavily from a lot of other shonen, which at this point, what else can you really do? You, you can't really do much else. You know, you kind of have to, um, you have to borrow a lot. You don't really have a choice. Um, because there, there are a lot of good things that other shonen has done. Like Bleach, for example. Bleach has done so well with um, a lot of stuff that uh, Kubo incorporated in, in, into the Soul Society arc. In fact, I think the, the Soul Society arc had a huge impact on Demon Slayer as well. Um, with the, the way they did the higher ups in the show. Which is like later on, way later on. Um, but... Yeah, so so uh, that was one of the problems I had with the show. But there was this awesome scene that also drew me into it, which I think was episode three, where he's at the end of his training and he has to, um, kind of a spoiler alert, he has to slash through this rock. But the episode was so good because, you know, when you're watching it, like, it's going to misguide you. It's going to uh, mislead you in, in some things. And then you're going to be like, what? Whoa, how? Whoa, how did we get there? How, how do we get here? What just happened? Um, yeah. So, um, that was the, you know, that's pretty much, uh, so the point of the show, just to, just to sum it up again, is there's a kid who has a sister who's become a demon. There's a organization that kills demons. And, um, basically he finds a way to save his sister. He's working with his sister. Well, he uh, he finds a way to save her, and um, instead of fighting this organization, he actually joins the organization. Um, but he finds out that there's this person who killed his family. That there's this person who hunted down his family on purpose, and uh, did what he did uh, to his sister. Uh, which, for whatever reason, he did it, and uh, we are not there. Maybe in the manga we're there. I don't know. But in the anime and the movie, we're not there. Now, let's talk about something that I like. Um, and I'm going to have to do some research. So if you hear some uh, typing on, um, if you hear some sort of typing, that's me. Um, Demon Slayer. Let me look up Demon Slayer characters. Um, so with, with Demon Slayer, some of the characters that I really, oh man. I have I have a list of characters who, who I absolutely like love. I mean, I I love these characters, and what makes it even better is that the chemistry with these characters. Even though we're only done with like the first season, which is so crazy because it's the first season. Um, not much has happened in the show, but so much has happened at the same time. Um, so I I'm looking up the names now, and I'm gonna tell you the characters who really stood out to me the most, like the ones who I like the most. And then there are ones who I really want to see more of. And I'm going to tell you exactly where I saw these characters. And I guess what made me like them a lot. Um, so I guess first we can start out with Tanjiro. Um, I don't know his last name. Huh. Let's see. Tanjiro. Tanjiro. He's a demon slayer. Okay. Um, Tanjiro Kamido. Tanjiro Kamido is his name. Tanjiro Reminds me of he's like a Kenshin and an Ippo Makanorochi, right? 
uh, I'm so sorry if I slaughter his name. He's like a, a, a Kenshin and an Ippo. Uh, from Ippo is from Hajime no Ippo, the boxing anime. And Kenshin is from Rony Kenshin, Samurai X, a romantic love story, something like that. Now, I say he reminds me of Kenshin a lot because his techniques, he's this kid, which is a problem that I have with the show, but it's also, I guess I don't have a problem with it because, you know, you kind of have to sacrifice it for the awesome moments. Um, keep in mind, I am talking about the anime, not the manga. I am talk only strictly talking about the anime. Um, there are just some scenes with Tanjiro where he is a force to be reckoned with. Like he, he's really like a genius. So he's kind of like a he's like a Yugi, a Kenshin, and an Ippo mixed with each other. That's the best way I could describe him. Um, the thing about Tanjiro is he's he's very keen. Um, the he really relies on his senses, which is breathing, which is um, not only important, just in general, just in, in reality, breathing is, is very important. Um, it's a very good technique for him. Uh, but he is, uh, as, as the series starts, he's he's a like a sort of a water uh, master where he, he can he fights with the elements, but he fights with water um, as of the, the first season. His main um, element is water. And uh, the thing about Tanjiro is uh, he, he gets put in these situations where he's just, he, he, he just figures things out. And uh, it's, I don't, I don't want to call it plot armor. I want to call it just a testament to just how much of a um, master he is in the art of combat, um, which given by his nature, I can tell that they kind of, the way they created him, um, he kind of plays it safe with Tanjiro. However, that's okay because when his with his interaction with other characters, his bad side comes out. Um, he um, he's also crazy about his sister. So the other sides about Tanjiro that that makes him that gives him more dimension uh, comes out because when you first watch the show, you're gonna think he's just a a wimpy little crybaby kid, but he's not. He he he's a really good protagonist. Um, so. Um, Tanjiro is is pretty cool. Um, Tanjiro is definitely one of my favorite characters. Uh, one second. Let. Okay. Okay. So Tanjiro. Um, second is Zenitsu Akatsuma. Zenitsu Agasuma. That's his name. Zenitsu Akatsuma. Now. What's, what's crazy about Sinitsu is that he's probably going to be one of my favorite characters because he he has so much potential as a uh, side character that you're just like, whoa, it's like either you like him or you don't like him. Uh, that's what kind of character he is. He's like, you either like him or you don't like him, but you kind of have to love him because he he's like, he's this loser. I don't want to call him this. I want I want to say he's in tune with his emotions, but um, the the thing that stands out to me about him is that he's so true to himself, and that makes him a very good character. Um, and he could have easily been the protagonist of the story, and um, but at the same time, by being shonen, you you wouldn't want to make someone like him the main character. But he's still a good character. Um, he's like uh, the best way to describe him is he's like. A ladies man but he's a genius so he's like a armin from attack on titan mixed with 
I can't think of. I would. We could say Golden Boy. We could say King Taro from Golden Boy. We we would say him. He's like a mixture of Armin and King Taro. Like he's he's a total badass, but he's afraid of everything, and for good reason. He's a he's a very smart character, but he's a, he's a total badass, but he's afraid of of everything. But when when shit hits the fan, when push comes to shove, he'll hold out a little bit. He'll still be useless. But when it comes to solving the problem, he solves the problem. The kid's one of my favorite characters. Then you have another character. Like I said, this is one of the first shows where I've had multiple favorite characters. Um, Inosuke Hashibira. In- Inosuke Hashibira. And also, I apologize if I'm breathing heavy on this phone. I don't have a pop filter or anything. So this is a little raw. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a little raw. It's a little raw. Anyway, Inosuke, I think it would be Inosuke. You can say Inosuke or Inosuke. I'm going to say Inosuke. Inosuke is like this barbarian character who his nature is in the, the very beginning. When you first see him, he's not in the very beginning of the series, but the second you see Inosuke, the second you see this character, what you see is what you get, and they do it so well because even he has depth to him. He's just this power-hungry demon slayer, basically. He's a power-hungry demon slayer who just has inexplicable strength. And I don't know who to compare him to. Ah, that's tough. Who can I compare Inosuke to? Mm. I would I would put him... One character I can compare him to is uh, Sanosuke from um from Kenshin. Now Sanosuke Sanosuke Sagar from Kenshin. Sanosuke was a uh, character who was very um very strong but kind of a kind of a dumbass a little bit a little bit of a dumbass but his he made it up with his strength. He's a, a bit of a fighting genius but it's just gonna take him a while to get where he needed to get. Oh man who else can I compare him to? I, and I would should I say Hajime Saito? Yeah, we'll say Hajime Saito because it's a creature of habit. So Enosuke would be like Hajime Saito and Sanosuke Sakura from uh, Ronin Kenshin. He would be like a, a mixture of those two characters, but more so on the Sasuke. I mean Sasuke. Oh man, it's terrible. More, more so on the Sanosuke side because Sanosuke is uh, a pretty cool character. Um, he's he's more of a brute. We'll, we'll say it like that. But there, there there's even a scene where he's like afraid of a moving train. Because I guess this is... Uh, I want to say this is probably before Roni Kenshin. Uh, Why well, not Roni Kenshin takes place in the Meiji era? In the Tokyo Meiji era? Which is like the end of the Tokugawa era? And uh, I'm so sorry if I'm, if I'm uh, messing up my Japanese history. But I do know that... Roni Kenshin takes place. Bru Roni Kenshin takes place in the beginning of the Meiji era. Samurai X is at the very end of the um, the Shogun era or the Tokugawa. I don't think it's Shogun. I think it's more of the Tokugawa era. I'm not sure, but I know Roni Kenshin takes place before the Meiji. Samurai X is before the Meiji. Is when the Meiji era comes in, and Roni Kenshin is during the Meiji era, where you uh, swords are illegal. They're banned in public. Um, and Western uh, practices 
have has uh moved into japan uh for example uh, like i said the the train scene in uh demon slayer is very similar to the train scene in rona kenshin so if uh when if you get a chance check it out look up rona kenshin train scene and then the demon slayer train scene um which you can probably take in a, another way but um yeah really cool character um, who else do I really like? Now, there is one character who I absolutely love, um, who I'm kind of only watching, who really actually got me watching the show. I started watching the show mainly for that character, and I'm going to get to him next. Um, that's uh, cool. It's a guy. Um, so, uh, but before I get to that character, I, I want to say there's this one character who we never got, we never got into. He was in the episode when they, uh, right before they went to the final test of the Demon Slayer, uh, corpse, uh, to get into the Demon Slayer corpse, there's this final test that you go through, but you have to go into this garden and fight all these other demons. And there was this one kid, if you watched the episode, I don't remember what episode it was. I want to say this is probably around episode five or episode six, but once, uh, once he gets through it, um, he... One second. Okay. All right. Still recording. Once he gets through it, um, there's this kid. Sorry about that. There's this kid who, um, he's, he has like no hair and he has his scars on his face and he runs up to the, to the girls who are like, Hey, you passed. And, um, he's like choking out the, well, no, he's, he's holding her hair or something like that. He's choking her. And he's like, I want my sword. Just give me my damn sword. That's all I want right now. I just want my weapon. I want what I want power. Like, and I could tell, um, you know, when you watch anime and you read anime, uh, I'm sorry, when you watch anime, you read manga a lot, you start to see the trends on certain characters and you start to see the type of characters that the creators really have love uh, um they, they put a lot of love into um but some some of these characters um and this will be just another message maybe for another podcast one day but some of these characters are not perfect they're just not perfect they do things that they shouldn't do and they redeem themselves but it's up to you as a reader because you know these series are so um vast and with their um it's, it's so diverse with their fan base um, and certain people who are all ages, shapes, and sizes are into these shows. And some of these, and some readers are going to take these characters a certain way, and they're going to love them. For example, I'm a huge Endeavor fan from uh, My Hero Academia or Boku no Hero Academia. I'm a huge Endeavor fan because I, I really like the character. Um, he he has a lot that he he needs to make up for, but that that gives me depth. That's important. Um, and there's a lot of people who just, they just kind of throw him off as, oh, he's a shit character. And, you know, they, they kind of miss the point of it. And to me, that, that, to me, that makes you a hypocrite because no one is perfect. Um, there's a lot of people who are fans of, uh, Bakugo, but they're, but then they shit on Endeavor. It's just pointless and it's on another topic. But the name of this character is Ginya Shinna Zugawa. Genya Shina Zugawa. Okay, so like I said, it's not much on this character, but he was so angry. Now, if I would compare him to anything, I would compare him to Zuko, 
because we don't have a lot on this character. He just reminds me of Zuko. He reminds me of Zuko a lot. Um, he has no hair, and by the when you see him in the opening, he has plenty of hair. He even has a scar on his face, and he looks stupid angry all the time. Now I hope that, based off when I saw him, he it seemed like something was going on with this kid, like he had a parasite or something in him, like he wasn't really controlling himself. But I hope that this character, I hope we get a lot more into this character in the future because just based off of that that one interaction alone with him, he ended up being one of my favorites uh, of the series of the Demon Slayers. And uh, those are my. What's crazy is those are four characters. Those are my favorite. Those are four of my favorite characters in the Demon Slayer, as Demon Slayers. Now, there's one more character, who I absolutely love. Honorable mention, Nezuko. Love Nezuko so much. She's so adorable. Um, and the more the show goes on, the more of a fan I am to her. <laughs> I'm more of a fan I am of hers. Um, now we're gonna go into the Hashira. Ha. Shira, Hashira. I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm gonna say Hashira. Now, for the Hashiras, there are three characters who I absolutely love, and I think as as time goes on, I think I'm, I think as I continue reading, I'm gonna end up liking these, probably all of them. Um, like I said, these guys, they now the, if you never watched the show, if you haven't watched the show, yeah, if you watch Roni Kenshin, and you watch Bleach, think. Of the the team that Shishio Makoto had from uh, season uh, what was it season two of Roni Kenshin, um, think of Shishio's team, and then think of the Soul Society captains and merge them into one with the personalities and the character design, and you have the Hashira of Demon Slayer. Now the the Hashira are the higher ups of the Demon Slayer core, and the Demon Slayer core. With the higher ups, um, these guys are. From my impression of these guys, is that they're pretty much up to any challenge, any task, and you just don't want to fuck with them. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to take the bleach route, but it'll probably be shorter. As in, there are going to be some fights with these guys, where it's just going to be solo fights with some of these captains. I'm going to call them captains. Or Hashira, whatever. I'll call them Hashira. But there's going to be some solo fights with these Hashiras. And. You're going to see just, you're going to get their backstories. You're going to see how deep these characters are. You're going to see their secret techniques. You're going to see what they yearn for the most. Why, who hates who, why, who's a friend of who. Because they're so, they're so kooky yet powerful. And, and uh, that gives me a lot that, you know, I, I really want to see what these characters can do. Just, just based off of that. Um, their introduction was cool. Their introduction was all right. But uh, we're going to go to my favorite characters so far based on season one. I haven't watched Demon Train, which is so funny because you're, you're going to laugh at my favorite character. My number one favorite character of the series so far. Um, so we're going to the first one, uh, who apparently is a master of insects. Uh, her name is Shinobu Kocho. Shinobu Kocho. Now, Shinobu Kocho... I don't remember the name of that captain from Bleach. Let me see if I can find her name. Bleach captains. Uh, I need to find her name. Okay. So her name is. Oh, 
Ah, okay. Her name is Retsu Unohana. Retsu Unohana. Now, Retsu Unohana was a captain in Bleach who I who was like a part of the medical team, and she could heal anybody, and she was big on animals, big on spirit animals. This lady here, Shinobu Kocho, gives me vibes of her all the time. I, I forgot her name already. Unahana vibes all over the place. She's gentle. She's uh, sweet, gentle, very powerful. Um, she even has this really cool sword. Now, the thing about her is that, I don't know, like, if you got really far in Bleach, then you know that Unahana, well, I, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but we're just going to say this. She's not as sweet as you think. But... My whole point is uh, this character really mimics her, and um, that's a really cool thing. Another thing I really like about this character is her, her purple eyes and the purple highlights in her hair. It kind of shows you just how far gone she is, really just how far gone all these characters are as far as the Hashira is concerned. Uh, she's a really cool character. Um, now, moving on to my second favorite, um, Giyu Tomioka. Giyu Tomioka. His power is water. He's a water user. Um, and this, surprisingly, is the samurai who I was talking about in the first episode who actually helps set a lot of these things in motion. Now, this character, when he pops up, he steals the show. He steals it. He steals the show with his with his silence, with his with his personality, with his graceful movements as a character. Now the closest I can compare him to would be my one of my favorite captains, actually. I think he he is my favorite captain of the Soul Society from Bleach. Uh would be um Byakuya Kuchiki. Byakuya Kuchiki was my favorite captain. Just based on just the way he went about everything, his attacks. Um yeah, Byakuya was awesome. This guy gives me nothing but Byakuya vibes, and I'm so interested in seeing about his backstory. Um, what's going to happen with him, you know, because there are going to be some crazy battles coming up and I'll get into that a little later, but yeah, so he's one of my favorites. Um, and when you watch the show, um, he's a very popular character. You'll see what I mean about his, um, about his grace and silence and the way he carries himself. He's a great samurai. He's kind of like the picture perfect samurai, which is why I think a lot of people like him. Um, especially if you're, you know, kind of not used to the shonen um, format, because, you know, Shonen has that format, um, but he's a great character, uh, he, he kind of gives me a little bit of Ukleor vibes, too, uh, Ukleor was my favorite character, in Bleach, Ukleor was, was one of my favorite characters, I forgot his last name, but he was one of the Espada, which was, uh, a bad guy from Bleach, basically, he worked for Aizen, um, so moving on to my number one favorite character, who completely, to me, like, I didn't even watch the show. I started watching the show um, par partially because uh, a couple of friends of mine were telling me to check it out. And I just sped up the process because I knew I wanted to watch it. But this guy, his character design, it just, and when I saw his character design, I said, I must watch this show. I absolutely have to watch this show. His name is Kyojiro Rengoku. I'm going to say it again. Kyojiro Rengoku. Now, Kyojiro, or we're going to call him Rengoku, is a flame user. And, and when you look at this character, like, he just looks insane. 
he gives me, if I could compare him to anyone, which is so crazy because when I first saw him, okay, he gave me Yujiro vibes from Baki, but he also gave me Yamamoto vibes from Bleach. So if you ever watch Baki the Grappler and you know who Yujiro Hama is, which is Baki's father, he's the guy who nobody wants to fuck with, period, point blank. Like, you just, you really don't want no smoke from this guy. You don't want smoke. Um, some people want smoke, some people don't. Regardless, the point of Yujiro is if you want smoke or not, you're going to get smoke if he got smoke for you. It's that simple. He'll make a problem with you. And Yamamoto is the flame user from Bleach. Now, um, Rengoku is a flame user, which I think I said before. And his character design, when you look in his eyes, <laughs> you just see fire. You just see flames. And he has like this, this look on his face as if he's about to go crazy in war. Like he's just a war. Like he's just crazy. And um, I've yet to see him fight. I've not seen him fight. I, now, I know that the movie is is like really big on him because he um, because uh, the name of the movie that's coming out is called Demon Train. And um, I think like pretty much, um, you know, it it picks up where, um, you know, it picks up in the story. Um, but a big part of that movie is Kyojiro. And I cannot wait to see how crazy this guy is because I think it's going to be pretty freaking dope. I really do. I, I think it's going to be pretty dope. Um, but he's he's my number one favorite character. He's really the main reason why I watch the show um, or why I'm really even into the series. Um, I just love his design. I love his design. He has like yellow hair with red um, at the end. It's like red tips at the end. But his like you can tell it's not his real hair because his eyebrows are black, but his freaking eyes are red and yellow, and and like I said, he just has this insane look on his face. He looks like he's ready to go. Um, his kimono is pretty cool too. His uh, his battle gear is pretty nice. Um, he it's pretty much the same deal with his hair, but at the end of his kimono, and I I believe I think. He's the leader of it of the Hashira. But I don't think I don't think he's like that. He's probably more of the commander or the lieutenant. I'm not sure. Uh, but he's a pretty interesting character. Now, just so everyone knows uh, who's listening to this, all of these characters in the Hashira are very unique characters. Really cool characters. They're all unique. And like I said, they give me bleach vibes. They really do. Another one I'm really interested in um, seeing. I'm actually interested in seeing all of them. Um, Tenjin Uzoi. Tenjin Uzoi. He uses sound and he gives me some mad Naruto vibes. He gives me like some Naruto, um, Naruto and JoJo's vibes, and I mean that as a series. Like he gives me. He he kind of gives me Killer B vibes. Killer B vibes mixed with a. Uh, with a Joseph Joestar. That's what I would say. He gives me those vibes. So if you could take Killer B from Naruto and Joseph Joestar from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, Phantom Blood, not Phantom Blood, I'm so sorry. Uh, I always forget the name of the second part. I know. I think it's like Stone... Ah, I can't remember. One second. And I'm a huge JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fan. And for some reason, I, I I cannot remember the name of the second part. Which is a really good part. Whoa. 
Battle Tendency. That's it. Battle Tendency. Terrible. So terrible. It's not really a memorable name. Anyway, if you could take Joseph Joe Star from Battle Tendency and you would take Killer B from Naruto, that's who this guy reminds me of. Tender reminds me of him. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. So all these characters are really nice. Um, I'm also interested in seeing what uh, Sakun Sakunji Uro Kodaki. Uro Kodaki. So Sakunji Uro Kodaki. Sakunji Uro Kodaki. Who was um, Tanjiro's master? He's a former Hashira. Um, these Hashira guys, pretty dope. Pretty dope characters. The former Hashira is pretty dope. Anyway, um, I'm really interested in seeing where things are going to go. I have a feeling that a lot of these characters are going to die and their places are going to be taken by the other Demon Slayers. And it's going to be so unlikely how they go about it. But, um, so, like I said, I, I really like the anime. Now, I'm not too big on the opening theme song or the ending theme song at that. I don't know why I didn't like that. I don't know. And I typically, I usually love opening and ending theme songs, but it is what it is. It's cool. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> but um, another thing I really like about the show is the art in between of the breaks, uh, in between the commercial breaks. The art in between the commercial breaks is pretty awesome. Very nice, beautiful art. Very crisp. Very, uh, the colors interesting color choices very good art in this show and and a big thing about it is as well are the the they mix cg with the animation um some of these battles have some has beautiful 3d effects with the 2d mixed together and it's like a visual masterpiece it's like it's, it's a spectacle it's really nice um i never seen an anime incorporate 3d the way demon slayer does it and and, and that's really a big part of the charm of the show is the 3d one of my favorite parts of the show which i actually i think um besides the the water parts with um tanjiro one of my favorite parts of the show is when they show uh tanjiro's father there's like a flashback and tanjiro's father he's doing like this ritual dance but he's using fire and the way they animate it it's like they didn't skip a frame or anything. They just, the animated was so fluent. It was so nice. It was beautiful. Um, if you get the chance, you should definitely watch it. Um, it's a little later on, but um, yeah, it was really nice. Very, very, very nice. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I really liked about the show. Um, I, like I said, I love the chemistry of the characters, a very important part of the show. The soundtrack is really nice. Uh, there are just certain intense parts where the old school... Um, the soundtrack really mixes well with the battle, really mixes well with Tanjiro's voice actor as well. Um, when he's in his intense thought, um, when he's in intense thought. And, um, yeah, those are things that I loved about the show, um, and the characters. And, um, yeah, I, I really want to watch Demon Train to see how, uh, to see what happens next. Um, this, the first season is like 26 episodes. Um, and, uh, once again, uh, yeah, so if you get the chance, I recommend watching Demon Slayer. It's one of the shows I got to watch at the end of 2020 during my quarantine, which I didn't really have quarantine. I'm an essential worker, 
but it's it's one of the shows I made it my business to watch. Um, very good show. Um, I really appreciate everyone who recommended it to me. Um, so definitely check it out when you get the chance. Um, and uh, yeah, so real quick before we get to the end of this, I'm about to wrap this up. Um, this is the Otaku View podcast. I'm your host, Vance. <laughs> um, if you didn't know already, um, and uh, there's a lot more things I'm going to be bringing to the uh, to the to the podcast to the channel. Uh, it's all just for fun, um, and uh, there's going to be some more cool things we're going to get into. If you're interested in hearing any more about the episode, about uh, what could be coming in the future, or if you like what I um, how I talk about anime, um, I'm going to have some guests on as well. Um, if you like any of this stuff, send me your, um, send me your comments, send me your recommendations at otakuviewpodcast at gmail.com and, uh, otaku, um, yeah, otakuviewpodcast at gmail.com. There's also an otaku view group on Facebook. Um, and there's going to be more, um, I think there's a YouTube I made for it a while ago as well. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye out on the channel. And if you have anything else, um, you can email me or you can go on the group on Facebook and, um, hit me up that way. So thank you so much for giving me your time and you have a good one. Thank you all. And once again, happy new year. Let's make this year go well. Peace.